Hey guys, it's Wayne here. When you become a chef, when you start working in a restaurant, down the road, you will have to decide within this two paths. Being a chef, starting from the bottom, going to the top. Being a CDP, sous chef, head chef, executive chef, you will have to choose a path where you're moving your way up to the chef. That's what most people believe and most of the people in the industry that they're doing and they're working really hard to do this. The second path is opening your own restaurant. But it's one of these two paths. It's either you're becoming a chef or you're opening your own restaurant. That I might say that is the faith of a chef. If you start working in a restaurant, your career gets built up. And that's the most common two pathways that most chefs fall into. In fact, most of the people can't even think of any other path other than those two. And nobody teach you anything about the third path or the fourth path. Nobody teach anybody about being able to do something different from others. And in this episode, I would like to talk about how you can differentiate yourself from others and how you can actually become a high paying chef without doing all these conventional pathways, knowledge and traditions. Realistically, let's think about it. When you work in a restaurant, it also depends on your country, but there's no chance, there's no chance, even though you're a head chef, that you're gonna pay more than 100K a year. Well, you might be if your restaurant makes a lot of money and if they can afford a chef who gets paid for six figures. But if you, if you, if you look around, there's not really much. And the chance of a regular cook getting there is almost impossible. So realistically, in, in North America, Australia, UK, if you are a chef who's working in a restaurant that doesn't have any second or third income source, your, your pay bracket falls into between $35,000 to $100,000 a year, which is six figures. But I would say mostly thirty five to between 80 somewhere around that if you're a beginning cook you might be gaining 35 or 40 you become a cdp or sous chef or senior sous chef you might get up to 60 to 75k and i think that's the most average amount of pay that most chefs get uh right now in 2023 and chef being able to get a 65 85 or even over 100k a year that meaning he is experienced more than 10 years 15 years of experience and as you know not anybody can get there and in fact that's not for everybody and that's why it makes it unique too but it's just like exact same situation as the society is telling everybody to go to college get a degree get a job and get married and if you think about it that kind of lifestyle is not for everybody some people love freedom some people want to do something else some people want to live alone some people don't want to go to college that is the exact same situation as chefs chefs tell their mentees that they have to work hard and get a promotion and work their way up to become a head chef and have their own restaurant in the future to train their mentees as well which which i actually admire i respect their passion i respect their work but again that is not for everybody and problem is there's nobody in the industry that is telling them that other path exists as i have achieved in my career in my life i can tell you there is a way of becoming high paying individual as a chef that nobody teaches i've experienced it by myself and i had to spend years and years to figure out what works and what don't work. I would like to share that with you in this episode as well as some of my stories how this can actually work for your unique situation. So let's not think about the first and second conventional tradition pathways that everybody taking. Let's think about a different one. I'm, th- I'm suggesting a third path which is is a four-step pathway being high paying chef without following these conventional traditions which is step one is building your strong 
primary skills. Every chefs in this world have their unique talent, have their unique skill sets. Cook, being able to cook really well, I think that's a fundamental. I think that's what everybody does. You can cook, you're a cook, you're a chef. Right? That's not something that you can you feel proud of. Everybody can cook. Your your colleague can cook. Your senior can cook. Your chef can cook. It's nothing special. If you're a chef, if you're a professional individual who's working in a kitchen, serving hundreds of dish to people every single day, you have to be good at cooking. And I don't think that's I don't think that's arguable. That's that's just what everybody should have. But not every chefs are extremely talented in cooking. And in my experience, there are a lot of abilities, there are a lot of skills that chefs are talented, and I mainly organize into five abilities that chefs have. Number one is cooking, gastronomy, as I mentioned already, but there's a level of perfection. Some people are, they reach the master level of burgers, they reach the master level of deep fried items or sushi, barbecue, fine dining, molecular gastronomy. Everybody has their different unique abilities where I can call it as a primary skill set. Number two is operation management, which every chef, they get to do it once they become a management position. A lot of chefs out there, they hate management. They just love cooking. They don't like paperwork. They don't like managing things. They don't really like controlling stuff but that's you know that's also one of the ability that chefs must have that's just what it is right number three is team management it's also one of the ability that chefs must have and same thing there are people who hate it and there are people who are extremely good at it there are people who freaking hate it and number four is financial controlling which is cost controlling everybody loves money but not everybody loves managing money especially if it's not their business even though they're in management you know people might not give a shit but at the same time, there are chefs out there who love financial controlling. They are extremely good at seeing numbers, identifying the problems and analyzing the problems and coming up with this unique strategy or tactics that can fix their financial issues. And there are chefs who are extremely good at it. The last one is B2B negotiation, which is business to business negotiation with suppliers, with third-party business partners. And I think it's also one of the most important traits as a chef when you are dealing with a new supplier or a new business. You have to be a very open-minded, very friendly, very good at negotiation to get the best price out of them. So these are the five primary skill sets that chefs can have. Ideally, you could be a top-paying chef if you're extremely good at everything that I just mentioned. But most of the time, that doesn't happen. Well, some chefs are good at one or two things and if they're good at three things out of them they're extremely high paying already the step one is very very important that you know yourself and really learn and think about what you're really good at and what you're really bad at and also what you really love to do because at least everybody has their unique talent that they're born with it which can relate that talent to specific skill sets out of these five skill sets. So you gotta really figure out your strongest assets that you have acquired for years. If not, look for your strength and start harnessing those skill sets. So step one is very common effort that everybody, I'm not gonna say everybody does it, but there are people, a lot of people who does it and they know their strength, they know their, they know what they're good at, they know what they don't like, they know what they're bad at. So let's say you are at this level. So those of you who are watching this video, let's say you're here. Step one is done. You know what you're good at. This step two is when nobody tells you, but I'm gonna share with you right now. Is what most people 
when they reach step one, they become a head chef of this restaurant, head chef of that restaurant. You become the executive chef or you come out and you run your own business. You apply your skill sets to your own business, which you can perform really well. But there is something else that you can do with your skill sets. Nobody tells you, even your mentors. Step two is learning monetary skills. My definition of monetary skill is skills that are directly responsible for generating revenue. And there are seven monetary skills. Digital marketing, sales, closing, copywriting, content creation, public speech, and consulting. So if you think about these seven skills that I just mentioned, and think about the companies that have their specific positions, digital marketer, right? Sales rep, closer, copywriter, content creator, which can be a production department, keynote speaker, and a consultant. If you think about all of these positions, they have the power to make sales, to generate revenue for business, to collect people's money. Let's look closely. Marketing is about putting $1,000 in and getting back $10,000 back. Believe it or not, digital marketing is a skill of doing that. Putting $1,000 in, getting back $10,000. That is it. Whatever your input is, your times two times five times 10 of your input. That is what the digital marketing skill is. Sales, sales is sales. Your job is to make sales. Closing, depending on how good your closer is, your deal can be broken or it can be made successfully. Copywriters are people who convince people to buy with words, with writings. All this company advertisement in, in, in the building banners, all these copies that looks tempting, that attract people's attention, those are copywriters and they're responsible for how much money they generate from their copies. So content creators are also directly related to money. Depending on what kind of contents they create, the return can change. The return can be low or the return can be really high. Keynote speaker, if you're speaking in front of thousands of people, people, depending how you talk to those audience, you can make them buy from you. Consulting, same thing. If somebody is stuck, if somebody is going through hard times through your consulting, this guy can solve his problem and make additional millions of dollars with consulting. That's basically your job. You're helping other people to solve their own problem, especially from finance perspective, you're helping their problem to make more money or spend less money. These skills are all related to generating revenue generating sales it's all money skills that's why i call it monetary skills the biggest reason why you must learn this monetary skills after mastering your primary skill sets is because these skills ultimately bridge the gap between your primary skills to high income opportunities. Cooking doesn't generate any type of money. It generates freaking amazing crispy pork belly, right? It doesn't generate any money. Marketing does, sales does, copywriting does, everything else does. They, they are responsible for sales. And do you have to be a marketer? Do you have to be a consultant? Do you have to be a copywriter? No, you don't have to. All you have to do is only learn what you need and incorporate those skills to your primary skill sets. And that is step three. So what happens when you incorporate these skills together? What happens? The answer is pretty simple. You will learn and know how to promote yourself. If you're really good at something, by learning monetary skills, one of those monetary skills, you will learn how to promote your primary skill sets to other people. And that is marketing. Or you can even create a service or a product based on your skills. So if you're really, really good at it, you'll be able to create a certain type of service or a product based on your skill sets. And that is also marketing. You can figure that out by doing marketing. You could craft your story, your unique story, into something compelling copy compelling creative and that is content creation it can be copywriting it can be content creation if you 
craft your story into compelling copy, that's copywriting. And copywriting persuade the readers to join your community or to buy from you. That is copywriting. That is the power of copywriting. And if you're really, really good at closing, you can get your audience, you can get people to make decisions to take action. That is a power of closing. So if you ignore these monetary skills, if you're only good at what you do, you're losing just like I can't even imagine you're lo- just think about how much opportunities that you're losing just because you're not learning this monetary skills. The reason why your skill right now is not feeding you properly, is not paying your bills is because 20 of you, identical 20 of you, same people like you times 20 is serving one company to do a certain job when one person like you can be that company to serve thousands of people out there or around the world through the internet. That's something that everybody don't think It's about you using your skill sets, creating new opportunities. And it's your job is to get there and take that high income opportunity and get that high income for yourself. But if you don't learn any type of monetary skills, you're not even close. Just think about how much opportunity you're losing based on the things that I just explained. Imagine how many opportunities that you're missing. People could find you in internet and offer you a job, a way better job, a way better position. They could offer you to be a business partner or they can offer you to be a freelancer to do to solve their one of their problems. And you can even create education programs, workshops, it's just countless. Just so many opportunities out there that you're missing. It's literally about how you can get new opportunities other than just moving around restaurants and getting the same similar pay, one, two dollar, three dollar raise if you really, really work hard. Is it really worth it? Like, that's my question. Is it really worth it? Working really, working your ass off 15, 16, 17 hours a day for six days a week, getting a dollar raise, freaking, okay, you get an experience. If you want an experience, go do that. But if you're in a situation where you really need to take care of yourself, you're at the situation where you really need to think of your future, your career path, do you really think working your ass off the next one two year and getting a one dollar raise do you think really worth it believe me your primary skill sets won't give you enough opportunities and learning additional one or two monetary skills and incorporating them together will open up a whole new world in your career just like how i became a restaurant marketer from a chef and a consultant while creating social media contents to build my personal branding and these were all possible because i also learned these monetary skills in my early career and incorporated them with my primary skill sets that I've acquired from being a chef. That's how I got a lot of new opportunities, new career path, tripling my value, making three times as much as I'm making from restaurants. It's all possible because I learned monetary skills. And that is something that you can learn by yourself. You don't have to go to school. You don't have to get a new job and do repeat the same shit all over again. No. Just learn by yourself. Just buy, buy buy one laptop, open it up, go to YouTube, and teach yourself. Go to any bookstore out there, grab a book regarding marketing, grab a book related to sales, read it. You cannot imagine how much opportunities that you're missing right now just because you're not learning these monetary skills. And you know, life in sometimes is not about what you do, it's about which vehicle you're in. It doesn't really matter how hard you work, it sometimes it's about what kind of actions you're doing and which direction you're going. Are you going for an employee direction? Are you going for an entrepreneurial journey? Are you going for poor, broke people's life? Or are you going for wealthy and influential people's life? The choice is yours.